Hello, I'm Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Today on the show we're going to be talking with the author of a book, new book that's come out that's so called Better Than Sex. Not exactly what you think, um, so we're going to go into this uh, with, uh, with the author today and the author is Arjuna Adag. How are you Arjuna? I'm wonderful, thank you. Very nice to be with you again. So uh, of course it is quite a, an interesting and, and intriguing you know, lead in having a book called Better Than Sex. Mm -hmm. Now uh, we, what we might start, from, actually before we get into that, actually is talk about um, you know, who you are and the life that you live right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I, um, I like my life very much. <laughs> um, I, I'm a, I'm, my kind of job description is I'm an awakening coach. So what that means is uh, it's a little bit different than personal development or transformation or something. Uh, I support people to have recognition of their true nature beyond thoughts and reactive feelings, which means I help people to recognize the dimension of themselves that is free, that has no boundaries, that has no wounding, that is actually the source of creativity and love and um, solutions to problems, uh, that is the source of all humor. So that is actually remarkably easy to drop into. It's right there. It's, it's that which is experiencing everything already. So when we hear sounds, it is that which is experiencing the sounds. When we see movement, it is that awareness which is seeing the movement. It's just it's usually overlooked by the rapid procession of thoughts and reactive feelings. So, that's what I do, and I'm an awakening coach. I help people not only to recognize that, but much more, much more important to live their life from that. Because when we actually connect with that dimension of ourselves and live life from there, we become the source of all solutions. We become the source of love. So you can imagine that learning how to stabilize ourselves in that infinite dimension of consciousness it makes you a better leader, it makes you a better lover, it makes you a better parent, it makes you more present in every aspect of your life. Right. So, um, so what I hear you saying is that you, you teach people to, to connect with the true essence of who, you, who they are. So the person that, that, well, that, that, that which is underneath all our patterns, underneath our personality, underneath our behaviors, underneath mm -hmm. all of the, the din of life, they're getting down to the, to the true essence of who we are and teaching them to, on a, you know, on a daily basis, be able to connect with that true essence. Yes, that's right. And actually, the main thing that I, the main role I have is to train other people to do that. So I, we have a, a training called Awakening Coaching Training. So I, the method is called Awakening Coaching. We have a training. So it's called Awakening Coaching Training. And right. uh, so we've trained about 1,400, 1,500 people already uh, over the last 20 years to be facilitators of awakening and we've discovered that anybody can be can become a really effective facilitator of awakening to anybody else. Um, there is a certain kind of mystique or mythology that this is the domain of mystics from India who've you know lived in caves for years but we've been experimenting for a couple of decades and we've discovered that actually anybody can become a very effective facilitator of awakening consciousness to anybody else. We've trained psychologists and psychiatrists, we've trained many business coaches and life coaches, we've trained uh, counselors, we've trained all kinds of people to be highly effective facilitators of shifting consciousness. Right. 
Now, I'm assuming that awakening coaching and being a spiritual teacher are two different things. Yes. A teacher has answers to questions. A coach has questions to answers. See? So a teacher will tell you this is how it is. It's a teacher has a teaching. I don't have any teaching. I'm not a, a Buddhist or a Hindu or a, I'm not against those things. I'm not a Christian. I'm not against Christianity, but I don't. I'm not affiliated to any particular tradition. Uh, I simply uh, I, I'm skilled in asking the right questions. Uh, and the most fundamental question we could start with, in fact, which would be a great takeaway for anybody listening to this call, is the question: What is your deepest longing? Now, what is your deepest longing is a little bit different than what do you want. Excuse me, that's some sort of insect here. Uh, what is your deepest longing is a little different than what do you want. And what do you want is very often conditioned by what we've been taught to believe. For example, we've been taught to want money, even though money in and of itself is a fairly empty goal. You know, once you have a lot of money, uh, you don't necessarily feel any better. And we've been taught to want to have control over other people. People who achieve that don't necessarily feel any better. We've been told to want fame. I've worked with a lot of people in Hollywood, and I can tell you that famous people are no better off than anybody else. So the first fundamentally important question is, what is your deepest longing? What is it that you really long for? And a skilled coach can help to guide you deeper and deeper and deeper into the answer to that question. What is your deepest longing? Right. And we discover if we really guide people there, your deepest longing is actually, many people will say, it's to come home to themselves, feel connected to who they are, to feel at peace, to feel comfortable in their own skin, different ways of saying that. And so the next fundamentally important question, which is, again, people can just take it away right now from the core. You don't need to do any kind of training. You can get it right now. The next really important question, once you've asked this a few times, what is your deepest longing, is to ask yourself, would you prefer for it to be simple or complex? And let's suppose that you long for love. The long, it's a very simple longing. I long to experience love. And you say, great, so you long to experience love. That's an intrinsic longing. Intrinsic means once you have love, it doesn't lead you to anything else. You feel fulfilled. Money is different. You could say, I, I want money, but once you get the money, there's almost certainly going to be another desire. Right? Now I want to buy a car. Now you've got the car. Now I want... Desire keeps leading to more desires. Longing brings you home to contentment. So let's just say you okay. I want to feel love. Okay. So you say good. So you want to feel love. That's an intrinsic desire. So now we could ask, okay, if you want love, would you rather it be simple or complex? And that's a very important question. Would you rather that the fulfillment of this longing be simple or complex? Of course, everybody says simple. I'd like it to be simple. But when we investigate the way that we live our lives, the choices we make, the prioritization we give. We discover you may say simple, but your life may actually be a demonstration of complexity. So these are two fundamentally important questions to coaching. Is what is your deepest longing? Would you rather it be simple or complex? So once we know what is your deepest longing, and we hear, I'm willing for it to be simple, then the other steps and tools of awakening coaching can really serve that deepest longing. Right. Okay, so it sounds like um, it is fundamentally very simple to be able to get to this this connection. So, yeah. all right. So let's go. Let's let's talk a little bit about the book. So, what is better than sex, Arjuna? <laughs> well, uh, let me tell you the story of how that title came. Would that be okay? 
Yes. <laughs> I was uh, I was teaching a seminar in Vienna in Austria, and there was a whole bunch of people there, and we we, we explored radical awakening on the Saturday. So people had a deep, deep taste of this infinite dimension of consciousness. They kind of marinated in it for a while. And then they all went home to their lives, and they came back the next day, and I wanted to do a check-in. How's everybody doing? So somebody said, well, I feel a lot of energy. Somebody said, I felt a huge rising of creativity. I felt very creative. Somebody said, I felt really good in my marriage, and I felt like everything cleared up for me with my wife. This went around the room. And finally, there was one woman there, and she said, I don't know how to describe it. I feel so good. I feel so good in my body. I just don't know how to say it. It's like, it's, it's, I don't know, it's, 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 it's better than sex. And somehow that stuck. I said, thank you. Is it okay if I use that as the title of my new book? <laughs> so, so that became the title of the book, Better Than Sex. Because actually, relaxing into this infinite dimension of yourself and knowing how to facilitate that in other people, it's a more meaningful connection with another person than sex. It's really uh, the ultimately fulfilling exchange to have with somebody is to guide them back into the dimension where not only where they relax into being infinite and at peace and creative and loving, but you recognize that it's the same, the same infinite consciousness in both of you. So what could be more intimate than that? It's even more intimate than sex is to feel into the dimension where you are fundamentally not sex. Right. So I know that you have uh, coached like thousands of people around the world uh, to, to do this awakening coaching. Um, what type of people are more prone or, or you know, how do people know if, if this kind of coaching, is, uh, that they're ready for this type of coaching, to be able to coach this, this type of material? Well, let me just make a small semantic clarification. Um, mm. I train people to be coaches. I haven't coached thousands of people myself. Uh, I've coached maybe hundreds, but I've trained thousands of people to be coaches, and they coach other people. So um, in terms of what it takes to become a coach, um, really, uh, I talk about this in the book, in the book Better Than Sex. There's a, there's a, a chapter called Become a Coach, and it, and it talks about the five qualities that, that make a good coach. And one of them is that you have a natural curiosity and care for other people. So when you meet people, you're naturally curious. What is your experience? What's really going on for you? And you care for them. You naturally would like other people to be happy. Another quality that makes a good coach is that, that there's a kind of willingness to be a beginner, like non-dogmatic, you know? A willingness to let go of preset answers and to be curious about what shows up in this moment. I define a few other qualities in the book as well, but that gives you a good start. If you, you love people, you care for people, and you're willing to let go of being right about things and to be a little curious about what shows up moment to moment, then probably you can become a really good facilitator of the world. Right. So let's say that somebody already is a coach, a mm. life coach, for example, mm. or a business coach. Yeah. Um, is this type of material a great extension of what they already teach? Oh, yes. Most of the people we train are like that. The majority of people we train are already have a background in coaching. So we're teaching them tools uh, to expand their coaching skills beyond uh, the usual boundaries of coaching, which is very often about... Um, achieving preset goals. So we're, we're, we're training coaches to a new set of tools which expand their repertoire. And I think if any coach was to read the book Better Than Sex, uh, they would quickly see that it does offer tools that are beyond the usual scope of, of conventional coaching. Right. So uh, can you share any stories that you have um, that you've maybe heard through the coaches that you've trained 
of how this kind of material has really helped to change people's lives. Oh, so many stories. I mean, so many, 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 many stories. But I think I'm reminded of one in particular. Um, a lot of the work we do, Natalie, um, beyond awakening is the relaxing of resistance. Because early on in the development of this work, we had to ask ourselves, what is it that gets in the way of resting as this infinite consciousness? It's so easy to access it. Given the right guidance, it's so easy to relax into a sense of infinite presence, of peace, of being love itself. It's so easy. Then we could ask, well, why should we have the appearance of losing that? Why should it seem like we lose it? And so we, we investigated. Some people would say, well, I lose it because of thoughts. But that's not true. You can think any thought you want, and it doesn't disturb presence. Some people might say, well, it's feelings. I have negative feelings. That's not true. You can let anger bubble up. It doesn't disturb presence. People have all kinds of answers, the ego, the mind, all sorts of things, but none of it really sticks. So we really investigated, what is it really that interferes with resting in this presence? And we discovered a simple answer is resistance. Whenever there is resistance happening to anything, that meeting of what is naturally occurring with the resistance causes a split within yourself, which gives the subjective feeling of being disconnected from yourself and from life. So, for example, there might be the, um, the thought, I'm not good enough, right? Very common thought, I'm not good enough. That thought is not a bad thought. It's fine to have that thought, I'm not good enough, sometimes. If, if uh, somebody said, well, can you conduct this interview in Chinese? It would be intelligent for me to say, no, I'm not good enough at Chinese. <laughs> in, I'm not good enough is an intelligent evaluation of a situation sometimes. But if you get stuck in I'm not good enough, it's because you're resisting it. Because you never want to feel I'm not good enough. So it becomes like a pervasive atmosphere. And we resist I'm not good enough. We resist nobody loves me. We resist there's not enough time. These are all unwelcome frequencies or unwelcome points of view. So one of the tools we use in awakening coaching is to relax the resistance. And you asked me about a story. I was remembering a very touching story about a coach in Mainz in Germany. Her name is uh, Verena Hirschman. She's mentioned in the book. And she is a social worker. So she works with um, immigrant families to Germany from Turkey and other countries. And she was working once with a teenage girl, about 15, 16, who was failing at her math class, failing, actually not making the grade at all. And so Verena asked for permission if they could do this radical awakening. The, the, this young girl, 15, 16, she relaxed very quickly into infinite consciousness. And then Verena did this radical releasing around the statement, I hate school, or I, I, I don't like school. I can't remember exactly. It was something like that. I don't like school, or I can't do it. And so they did this radical releasing, and they tested it. I hate school, I love school, I hate school, I love school. The charge was gone. I can't do it, I can do it, I can't do it, I can't do it. The charge was gone. We neutralize it. So there's no preference for one thing over another. And then um, this young girl, who was you know, basically set up for failure because of her grades, actually, um, within a few weeks, she was getting a, a B grade in the math class, and apparently now has gone on to qualified to go to university. So that completely changed the course of a young person's life to just relaxing resistance.
Awesome. Hi, Juno. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on the on the show today. Um, we also did a um, an interview for our monthly uh, SSA members as well. So if you're an SSA member, um, make sure that you keep an eye out for that. Um, and if you're interested in finding out about that membership, I'll make sure that I put a banner on the side of the page here so you can click through and have a look for that. So again, thank you, Arjuna. It's been such mm. a pleasure talking to you today. Thank you. Pleasure from my side too. Thank you. Awesome. Now, uh, if people want to find out about working with you or the book or anything like that, where can we send them? Well, the book you can get on Amazon, so Amazon.com. Um, you can get it as a Kindle, or you can get it as a physical book. That's the easiest place to get it. Uh, if you'd like to know about the training, go to AwakeningCoachingTraining.com, and you can. There's a. It says become a coach. You can use the drop down. Uh, you can fill in an application to talk to an admissions counselor, and you can join our next training, which is online, two hours a week. You can join that training starting in September. Wonderful. Awesome. And remember, guys, if you click on the banner to the side there, you'll go straight to our junior site from there. So um, I encourage you to share this video. You can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons on this page. Uh, make sure you download the app if you haven't done so already. So you can watch the shows on the go. You don't necessarily have to be in front of your computer anymore. Um, and make sure that you leave your email in the box on this page because I would love to send you the Manifesting with the Masters video e-course. It's actually valued at $87 and I'd love to send it to you for free. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye.